Welcome to the Natural Running Network, the information resource for athletes that are trying to get it done and get it done right. My name is Richard Diaz. I'm your host. Sit tight, grab a cup of coffee, and let's do this. Here we are, Jay. You and I are live. I uh, feel it. Can you feel it's it? Good. Yeah. Good to see you wearing the Venga colors there, Richard. That's Dude. awesome. You know, I did this for you. <laughs> I did this for you. Yeah, thanks. No, I appreciate that. We're we're working on some new ones. Uh some some really interesting things coming out on the on on that front here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So we'll see. Cool. Oh, there it's looking at the, we got there's Marissa. Now I don't know if you could see the uh the, the comments section here, but I can bring her up. See, there's Marissa right there. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah got that. Right, when they post in here, I'll post them. It, it'll disappear in a sec or so, like that. Okay. So here we are live. I have Jay O'Hare, who is uh, the man behind Venga Endurance, which is yes. the preeminent CBD company in the world. How's that sound? That's right. That's right. And I'm, I'm coming to you live from the global headquarters in uh, Steamboat Springs, Colorado, the, the, the megalopolis of all 13, 14,000 people in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Yeah. So a couple things I wanted to do. First of all, I want to kill two birds with one stone. First okay. thought that I had about doing this, I wanted to kind of create a shout out to people and ask them to chime in and give me a sense of what did they do before obstacle course racing was a thing? And do they yeah. plan on going back to obstacle course racing once this uh, pandemic gets off our backs and the race courses open up again? And I was just really curious whether we get some feedback from people about that, because I know where I came from for just uh, giving people a moment to, to get on board here and listen or feel yeah. uh, strong enough or interesting enough to want to comment. I came really from a triathlon running background back in the day, did a lot of work with triathletes and runners, but my jam was really triathlon. I actually produced the first, uh, produced and directed the first professional triathlon for CBS Sports. I oh, wow. Kauai in 1984. <laughs> yeah. I'm dating myself. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Long time ago. But that was my first love. I, you know, I, I rubbed shoulders with the best in the world. Uh, had an opportunity to do some very, very cool stuff. Meet some very, very cool people. And I was really uh, pretty fascinated about the, the, the concept of the odorous task of swimming two and a half miles in the ocean, 112 mile bike ride in a, in a marathon. Sure, sure. And as I got older, got away from racing myself and started doing the work that I do. I'm the back end guy. I was like uh, doing diagnostics on athletes, working their gait work, bike fitting, things like this. Mm -hmm. And every now and then I get a sprinkling of guys that uh, approached me that were interested in obstacle course racing, or at the time that I was hearing it was mud runs, right? Right, right. Yeah, that was and, the kind of first one, right? Tough Mudder was kind of kind of one of the OG, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I just didn't give it any credit. You know, I just did not give it any credit. I just, yeah, okay, whatever. You roll around in the mud, fine. You know, I didn't give it any credit. Out of the blue, one day, I got a call from Hunter McIntyre. And mm. Hunter sought me out. And I don't know what it was that caused him to find me. But he explained to me that he was actually a professional obstacle course race athlete. And as I've done historically... I I Googled him, you know, sure. 
because I get these odd calls. So I, I've just made a habit that when I don't know who you are and you throw this big front out there, I, I check to see who you are. And sure enough, I was finding all these photographs of him on covers of magazines and some uh, photographs that uh, I don't think his mother would be proud of. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in fact, he was an athlete that was earning a living in obstacle course racing. And he came at me with the challenge of trying to win the world championships. Him being a pretty good sized fella, it did not seem like something he'd be capable of doing. Mm. You've been there, you know, we actually met out there at, at uh, yeah. you know, 14 miles on that mountain with all those obstacles when you're over 200 pounds and trying to beat a guy that weighs about 140 pounds soaking wet. It's that's a tall a ask. That's a tall ask. Absolutely. So I, that kind of brought me into the sport. I've been entrenched ever since. And so it hurt my soul to watch some of these athletes that have earned a living in the sport be sidelined, wow. literally yeah. dumped to the side and not able to compete. Yeah. Um, you know, losing heart. Guys like VJ, who right now should have been crushing. He should have just finished right. up the season crushing souls. Had yeah. been able to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, Richard, you bring up some great points. And uh, certainly um, my limited experience in, in, in having met you last year and working with a number of um, OCR pros like VJ or Heather or Ashley Heller, you know, a number of others, like they seem to be the most committed, passionate, like people that just absolutely like, like OCR racers just seem to be on the, on the front end of like, so many things there they seem to be early adopters and they love they love the sport um we just get so many emails testimonials calls from ocr athletes and uh my my sense is that if we can get things to come back in 2021 everybody's going to be back and um uh and, and it should be for a super super exciting season well it's interesting that aside from just coming back to what we're comfortable with what we what we know sure. I've got some inside track on some other companies that are resurging. And I've actually lined up some podcasts with uh, race directors for these these companies. Oh, great. I'm going to leave it uh, a secret right now because I know that one of them, they're still kind of milling around trying to figure out what they're, you know, what they're going to do. But it's an exciting situation when they get into the fray. So it won't be just spark. There's going to be some outliers that are going to come out and they're going to be very powerful presentations. And it's going to sure. give, give a lot of athletes some opportunities to, you know, get out there and earn the living. And uh, so That's I'm great. excited about that. Sure, sure. Uh, so I want to kind of dovetail away from this for a minute. I want to talk about the fact that when we met, you basically introduced me to CBD. Mm -hmm. Right about the time that we met, it seemed like all of a sudden the, the world was just boom, CBD. Whoa, here we go. Nathan Hildalgo. Let me put this up real quick. I don't know if you could see it. Let me try. I can see it. Yep, I can see it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, totally crushed because uh, no strength in lifting. Yeah, he was, he's going to be on the podiums, man. <laughs> he's like, how many podiums can I be on? That's the attitude right there. I love that. Uh, yeah. Cool. Very, very cool, Nathan. Don't go away, Nathan. Stick around. There's going to be some good stuff happening. You too, Marissa. Uh, I love that these brave souls jumped out and it's going to cause others to do the same thing. But anyway, totally. what's going with this is that, let's just put it right out there. I'm in the business of uh, being an influencer. Yeah. 
It's what I do. Yeah. I coach. I influence people. Totally. Right? totally. Uh, and so uh, my podcast early on, we were accustomed to having companies that wanted to be entrenched with me and have me support them or promote them so that you know they can do what they do and I can do what I do. I was a little leery. I'm going to be real frank. I was a little leery about the whole concept of the CBD. Smoked a lot of pot when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and, you know, now it's legal in California, and uh, I just didn't know. I, you know, I said, well, if I'm going to hook my wagon to this thing, I need to have a warm and fuzzy feeling about it. Sure. And you sent me some literature, and I think you sent it to all the people that purchase your product, that mm -hmm. explains essentially what they can expect from the experience. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, even still, I'm very skeptical. I'm, I'm I don't do any supplementation at all. My supplementation is ibuprofen, which okay. is another reason, yep. Yep. <laughs> which is another reason why I was interested in your product, because, you know, clearly I know that, you know, that's not good for my body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I did some research and I looked around, looked around, looked around. You helped me to better understand what was going on. I also, as you know, work on my athletes. I do instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. Yeah. And we use an agent to soften up the, the skin before we, we go in with the tools or whatever. Uh, lubrication. Yeah. And it occurred to me that this, since this is essentially, uh, you know, I thought, wow, what an interesting concept. Because if we can get this into the skin or get it under the skin deeper, quicker, as we're applying the work, I'm drawing inflammation out with the tools, I'm moving fascia, and I'm doing some things, and use it not just as a lubricant, but a topical agent that can draw the CBD to reduce inflammation and just put it right into this, the area that I'm working. That yeah. might be a novel concept, which I've been doing, and I've been doing it with uh, great success. Because I, awesome. have, I have a lot of my clients that are using the balm and really feel like it's helped them a lot. Like if they have sore muscles like the next day that they, you know, they put the balm on next day, they're cool. And I get various stories about various products. Anyway, I, I'm almost singing your song for you, but I just wanted to share the fact that I'm a coach. I'm yeah. in the business of working with athletes. I don't play with my athletes. I'm not, sure. not going to just hang something on them just because I'm getting paid to do it. I won't, right. I right. won't do that. You know, I'm too old and too savvy to to put myself in that situation. So it took me a little bit of learning and getting used to it and, you know, feeling good about it before I could actually do it. Yeah, so, yeah. Here, here's what you can tell yourself, that um, CBD is nature's ibuprofen, okay? So so you love taking ibuprofen, that's great, but this is nature's ibuprofen. This is nature's ibuprofen. So uh, you can look at it that way. Well, well let, me, let me just slow you down and say, I don't love taking ibuprofen. Of <laughs> course. That? Now I don't I don't love taking ibuprofen, but um, yeah. uh, I you know, dude, I just had my 68th birthday. The yeah. joints the joints in this body they're a little rickety, <laughs> right? You know, they're not quite what the supple athlete they once were. So uh, I need a little help now and then. But yeah, uh, well, you know, you um, you you know, you bring up some good points, and I think one of the things that you brought up that you mentioned that we've seen, and that is right about the time that we met a little over a year ago uh, in Squaw Valley, CBD, like all of a sudden it became like everywhere. And uh, before that you didn't see a lot of CBD or you heard about it. And so what I've seen is a couple things. This is where your influencer status can be so helpful to athletes 
is that um, when I first started this, you know, a little over three years ago, or getting into the business over three years ago, nobody really knew what CBD was. They thought it was pot. They thought it was, you know, they, they knew it was cannabis, but like, how is that legal? And a lot of mystery around it. People really just didn't understand what it was and how it could, how it could benefit. And then we made this sort of tectonic shift to where now there's a lot of different companies out there. And so it's not so much about people, they, there, there still is an education component, but now there's more confusion than ever because they don't know where to turn. They see it at the gas station, they see it at the grocery store, they hear you talking about it and that. And it was um, a, a absolute fundamental principle of ours when we started the company was that we wanted to bring the best, most cutting edge CBD to the market for athletes that, that we possibly could. So we went to many different manufacturers, many different options to be able to come up with the product that we have and the reasons why we have it. And at the same time, make it very simple. Because again, I go back to that confusion piece, right? And this is where um, somebody like yourself, who's an influencer, you can help athletes you, know, you can help solve the confusion problem because they're like, well, hey, I trust Richard because this is what he does for a living and he's not going to jeopardize his livelihood, you know, to hawk something that doesn't work or hasn't been well researched or things like that. Yeah. So certainly you play an important role in helping athletes make an informed decision. And at the end of the day, that's why, you know, to your point, we, we came up with um, this. It's a 60 page guide. It's the it's the endurance athletes guide to CBD. And that's why we wrote it was because there was so much confusion around how to take CBD, why you should take it, how it works in the body. And at the end of the day, regardless of what someone does, we just want them to make an informed decision and, um, uh, and then and, and get in the game and try it. I reached out to you for this, right? Mm -hmm. So typically what happens is product manufacturer might ask me to endorse their product. And I'm like, well, what is it? What, what do you do? You know? For example, what's really ironic, you know, here I am basically recognized as a pretty significant running coach. Uh, I just use the term significant. I don't want to blow my own horn, but there's a lot of people in the world that know me for what I do. Sure. And I'm not sponsored by a shoe. And why do you think that is? Because shoe industry is just, it's rampant with gimmickry. Sure. You know, they're sure. looking for some kind of bell or whistle to get your attention. And I just won't be part of it. And if my my street cred is on the line uh, and somebody throws a check at me to say wonderful things about a shoe that I just know that is just not appropriate, uh, I just can't do it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm only fortifying my, my defense here only because the fact that I'm actually wearing your freaking shirt should be <laughs> evidence enough that I believe in the product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. And thank you. And, you know, I think that's a testament to uh, how we've tried to position this um, and come out with the best products. And we can talk about why, because there are major, major differences in CBD. And what's important is that, you know, for for many people, CBD, I mean, you know, it's not a cheap it's not a cheap product um, uh, by any means. And um, being able to get the maximum amount of performance out of that is uh is really important and oftentimes people just don't they just don't know um they think they can take it like any other supplement and it's going to do its work and it's actually it's a little bit more than that and a little bit more goes into it um for sure but the but the, the fact of the matter is and we just posted on our website we just built a page where we posted 
every single review we have ever gotten and it's on our page and it'll take you like 10 minutes to scroll it. <laughs> it's like, it's that long. It's incredible. And we posted videos that people have sent in. We posted all the testimonials and the, and, and what's great is that it's the way in which people are writing these testimonials. They're not just saying, Oh, it's great. Oh, I love it. They're going into detail about how it helps them with sleep or how it helps them with their plantar fasciitis or how it helps them get back after being on the sidelines, how it helps them uh, recover from surgery or an injury. Um, you know, we've got like, you, you know, Ashley Heller. I mean, she's a, she's a, you know, well, very, very well-known uh, Spartan elite pro athlete. And she um, had a very unfortunate um, accident car accident um like she got hit by a car this past summer and um in and and venga has been tremendously helpful in uh getting her back uh through her rehab and all the different things that had to go on to help her leg heal um so many athletes are benefiting from this and the thing that's so great about it is the fact that you know unlike an ibuprofen you know there are really like no side effects i mean you can't overdose on it you know it's not going to get you high um, you can't take too much of it. Um, so it's a very safe way to manage pain, inflammation, mood, sleep, a number of those things. Well, the thing that uh, got my attention, uh, because again, there's a sea of products out there. Sure. The fact that you brought up that there, you can, now it's available in the gas stations. I saw that the other day and I thought, whoa, this is just getting nuts. Right. But uh, the thing that really got my attention and drove it home for me was the fact that your product is water-based as opposed to oil-based. Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of athletes that got on board with the company because, you know, these guys are scouting athletes to uh, schlep their totally. product for them. Totally. And I ask, I say, so is it a tincture? Are you taking a tincture? And so you have these people that are taking the little, uh, I guess it's an eyedropper or something, and putting the product underneath their tongue. Right. And, and as a matter of fact, one of the athletes I worked with, I shared this with you uh, some time ago, she had some severe problems where she would have seizures. I mean, some significant, very mm. dangerous seizures. And the only thing that would quell the seizures was her taking CBD. And mm. before we talked about it, she was using a tincture. And I don't remember the product name, sure. but she was taking a lot of it. I mean, she was taking a shit ton of this stuff. And I told her, I said, you know, I said, you're only absorbing a very small bit of what you're actually taking in. It's yeah. a waste. You know, you might want to try this water-based stuff. So she was a little nervous because she was afraid to have a seizure to make any significant changes from what was actually working for her. Right, right. But I, I convinced her to try it. And in fact, she was able to take far less of your product mm -hmm. than she was the tincture simply because the efficacy was there. It was being absorbed. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's got higher bioavailability. I mean, we use this, this is this, this is the, how we help people understand. I have a little, little show and tell. Yes, I hope that, I like it. <laughs> but you know, this is, this is typical CBD right here. So you can see it floating around in the water and that's, and that's because CBD is an oil. Right. And, and so uh, the thing is, is that our bodies, don't our, our bodies are not good at absorbing oil because our bodies are 60 plus percent water and we all know that oil and water don't mix. And so um, to put it really simply, we get about 10% of what we take in our body in terms of an oil actually in our bloodstream to make a difference. Okay. And that's not, that's not exclusive to CBD. That's similar to, to, you know, to other oils as well. 
Well, the difference is, is that ours, you can see how this is completely, our CBD is completely dissolved in the water. I promise it's dissolved. You can see a bubble in there. Um, but it's completely dissolved. And that's because we use a nano emulsion technology to make ours, uh, turning the drops into these tiny, tiny, like 25 nanometer sized drops that makes it essentially water soluble. So the benefit is that it doesn't necessarily need to go through and be processed and metabolized by the liver. It can actually be absorbed directly into the bloodstream. And so you get about 85% plus, 85 to 90% actually in your bloodstream to make a difference. So 10%, you know, you're peeing out 90% of what you take and this you're getting 85%. But Richard, that's not all, but that's not all. No. Uh, so, but here's the other thing too. Most companies, what they're selling you with CBD, they're selling you what they call hemp extract. Okay. So what they're saying is when you take uh, a dose, let's just say the dose is 10 milligrams. You use like a half a dropper is 10 milligrams of what they'll say in there is hemp extract only a portion of that hemp extract is actually CBD. And it sometimes maybe is in the 60, 70, maybe 80% range, but still you're not getting, when you take that 10 milligrams, it's hemp extract, only a, a, you know, a, a, a portion of that is actually going to be CBD. So when you take the fact that the bioavailability is very low, that CBD is only making up between you know, 60 and 80% of what you're actually taking to begin with, it's no wonder that many times people take this and they're like, yeah, it didn't do anything for me. But then you go and you get on this where ours is different in that we guarantee that it's got 25 milligrams of actual CBD in here. And we also go a little further in that we add curcumin, uh, water soluble curcumin. And curcumin is the uh, anti-inflammatory component of the turmeric root. And so that is what makes this really powerful for athletes because as you know, as athletes, we're measuring everything. We're measuring our mileage, we're measuring our sleep, we're measuring our calories. You know, why wouldn't you make sure that what you're putting in your body, you're actually getting in your bloodstream to make a difference. And so that's where this is um, just a terrific, terrific product for athletes and a terrific product for OCR athletes because look, um, look, 2020 was supposed to be my year to get into OCR and I wanted to do a couple of races, but obviously this happened. But what I did see was that, and as you know, um, OCR athletes, they beat the crap out of themselves, right? Oh, yeah. They're doing things, you know, like I'm a trail runner. Okay. Like I might fall down every once in a while, but like OCR athletes fall down like every day. So, so happy um, if they don't fall down a couple of times. That's right. That's right. So they really beat themselves up and they're looking for that. How do I, how do I heal faster? How do I recover faster? How do I deal with this inflammation or this pain that I have? And this can be a terrific way for them to, to, uh, to deal with that. Okay, so I've got a question here from Cyrus. Yeah. Now, Cyrus is actually one of my guys, and uh, I'll share with you. He's not sharing it with you here, but I'm going to throw him under the bus. He's got about uh, 2,200 miles of running in this year. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, you know, he's been averaging a little over 50 a week on average throughout the year. Strong, and, yeah. Uh, he's got a question here. He says, when I first started uh, with a CBD, I saw big improvements in heart rate variability. But after months of taking it, I, I saw the effect fade. Should it be cycled for proper use or is there something else going on? First of all, which product are you taking, Cyrus? He's also making a note that uh, this wasn't your brand. I'd be a new customer. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We'd love to have him as, as, as a new customer for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I would love to know, Cyrus, if what was your taking? Yeah. Uh, but while we're waiting for him to answer, can you kind of – 
offer him some comment about this? Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's a I think that's a great question. Uh, there there could be a number of things, you know, that can that can affect heart rate variability or any other sort of metric that you're going to look at. It could be uh, is your sleep okay, or you know, what about your diet? Did anything in your diet change? Um, I mean, if everything was the same and that happened, you know, it could kind of be hard to hard to say. Um, uh, and I guess I guess my question is. Uh, did he feel like he was needing to take CBD? Like, was he taking it to affect heart rate variability or is that just a, a, a metric that he happened to notice a difference in? So, I mean, I think there's a, there's a number of things there. Um, and, and that was just sort of one. Are you looking um, at his comments here? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got pure power. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm certainly familiar with that company. Um, and I, you know, I know that they have, a, a bit of a different philosophy. They kind of have more things on the, on the lines of like, um, I think they use like lion's mane and they have different types of nutrients in there. In addition to CBD, that CBD is almost, I don't want to say it's in the background, but it's, it's not like you're not taking pure CBD when you take that you're taking other things as well. So could it have been something else that was causing that? Um, it would be really interesting. And I'm wondering if Cyrus is using like whoop or something like that to track that because we do have a number. Yeah. We do have a number of athletes um, who've contacted us showing us their, their, their whoop uh, uh, metrics and showing how their recovery has just been so much better since they started taking our CBD. So that might be something fun too. And we could, we could get Cyrus some and see if, see if that helps um, uh, see if that helps on his, on his, on his metrics there for sure. Well, I could tell you that personally, the only reason I take the gels is for sleep. Okay. I'm telling yeah. you what, it's like, I feel like I've had psilocybin mushroom. When <laughs> I have the most vivid dreams, scary ass dreams I have when I, when I take this stuff. But I tell you, I sleep like a rock. As a matter of fact, my wife was bugging me. She goes, you know, we're running out. I'd kind of like you to get some more CBD because she goes, I find that it really helps me with my stress. Yeah. Um, nice. Nice. Clench your teeth a little bit when she sleeps. By the way, I love the gummies. My question is the benefit, the difference would take. You want to answer that question for me? Yeah, she's just asking about the different ways of taking it. You know, um, so we look, the the tincture thing, um, again, going back to athletes, we want precise. You know, I want to know. I want my GPS to tell me that I ran 5.02 miles because I want that O2. Um, and I also want to know exactly how much I'm putting in my body. And what we felt with like the, like the, you know, the eyedroppers and the tinctures, like, you know, you kind of have to eyeball it and I don't know how much I really took and all that kind of thing. So we went straight with the, um, the soft gels. Okay. Now I get it that if she's vegan, um, you know, the soft gels are bovine. And so she may not want to, may not want to do that. And I'm, and I, I wish we had a, a better solution on that, but our gummies are vegan. Um, and that's a great way to take it too. Uh, and they're both 25 milligrams. So, so the benefit I, this is our philosophy is that the benefit is that you know how much you're putting in your body precisely. You know that when you take a gummy, you're getting 25 milligrams, whether that's ours or anybody else's like whatever, but just the, the, the eyedropper thing. So you have to understand the whole reason why the industry has the eyedropper thing isn't because like that's like some great way to do it. It's because the industry started off in people's kitchens and garages, okay? And they didn't have the tools to make the wherewithal to make soft gels. 
So they went and got eyedroppers and said, here's a great way to take it, right? Because that's all they could do. And so that somehow has stuck as like this way to take CBD. Well, it's, but for athletes, and I think really for anybody, quite frankly, you want to know how much you're putting in your body. So if you get something like a soft gel or a gummy, you have a precise dose, you know how much you're getting, and you don't have to worry about holding it under your tongue and stuff gets spilled and it gets on your fingers and your breath smells like hemp and all that kind of stuff. You just take it and go and, 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 and know how much you've taken. Cool. Yeah. I'm just looking yeah. back. Uh, Cyrus, in fact, is using a whoop. And yeah. like you suggested, that's how you notice the difference. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guys I work with are, you know, they're real hyper-conscious of their body's responses to work and, and recovery. So it, you know, I just had somebody, Earlier today, send me a, a report on a DNA report he got on himself a couple of years ago. Wanted me to look at it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! I said, you know, uh, give it a break. <laughs> you look good. You're strong. Right. I, I right. see the DNA word. report. Yeah. I, I'm right in the program. You know, I know what he's doing. I know what he's capable of doing. I see what his heart rate looks like when he's doing what he's doing. I see what the paces are doing. I said, you didn't need to give me a DNA report to to verify the fact that you're in good shape. <laughs> it looked pretty yeah. good to me, day to day. Yeah, you know, and 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 what's interesting is uh, we do see. I mean, I experience it. Many others experience it. Like, uh, so trail running is is what I focus on. And so, if I go do a long run on a Saturday, it used to be that um, I would run in the morning, and maybe I'll do a four or five hour run in the morning, um, and then like the rest of my Saturday is wrecked. <laughs> okay, like don't ask me to do a whole lot because it's pretty wrecked. Trust me, I um, understand that. Yes, now. Uh, what we do is I'll go for a run. I'll do that. I get in, I'll take two of the ultra gels after my run and Richard within two hours, like I'm back and I could probably go out and do it again. Like, yeah. like the recovery is that profound, that fast. So, so whether someone is taking ours or if whatever, if you're taking CBD, give yourself a good solid dose after a big workout and see what happens. See, Cyrus is on your site right now. Said so which products you recommend for sleep. Now, yeah, now so let me just give you some, well, let me again. So, sorry, Jay. Let, let me give you some backstory because I do know this fella. Sure. Matter of fact, he's, he's scheduled to come to my clinic in January. Nice. Um, he's putting in some work, so I can yeah, see, see where sleep is an issue. Uh, overtraining. Yeah. He's probably on the edge a lot. Uh, last conversation we had, which was last Monday. He had told me um, that he was thinking about taking about 10 days off. I try to talk him out of it only because he right now he feels really good. His training's on point. He's not injured. Uh, and I said, you know, we'll take a break, but I don't think we need to take 10 days. But um, I, the reason I'm prefacing this for you is because I know the dosage that you recommend relative to the amount of work you do is an important asset. You know, it's an important thing to know. Yeah. 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 So I think, um, first of all, everybody's body is different. So we all need to just experiment with this. And again, you know, CBD is very safe, very, very well tolerated in the body. You know, we recommend that people start off with at least 25 milligrams a day on an empty stomach, be very consistent with it and give it a good couple of weeks at least. Some people see results immediately, like right off the bat. Others, it takes a little bit longer. Um, I would say for him, when he asks about, asks about sleep, Right now, our our uh, the you know the best option would be the ultra gels, um, like like what you're taking, um, uh, Richard. You know, it's they they're they're ultra gels. They come in that in that bottle. Um, they're they're a soft gel, and that's a terrific way you know to get those into your system very quickly. 
uh, before you go to bed. And the other question that he asked is about um, a pre-workout thing. So we've got a couple of options on that end. Um, we just came out with um, our energy drink. And this is a mix. It's energy drink mix, actually. And they come in these little packets. Um, and you can dump this into, you know, 20 ounces or so of water. And it's got 12 and a half milligrams of CBD plus some caffeine. So this is great. You know, you could take it before. You could take it during. Um, uh, and then the other, other product that we have are the gummies. And, um, and the reason why I came up with the gummies is because people were taking ibuprofen like during their training or during an event. And like, that's, you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah. And so this is a very convenient way because they don't melt, they don't crush, you know, it's a, it's a convenient way to take it on the go. And so that's, you know, I guess that speaks a little bit to our philosophy is that basically our products just focus on three core areas, training, racing, and recovery. So, you know, if you're training, you know, this is the daily CBD that you're going to want to take. If you're out on the go, you're doing long runs, long things. We've got these two products that, um, that, that you take with you. Um, and then we have the recovery, which is our recovery bomb. And that's the topical that you put on that you were referring to earlier. And that's for things like sore muscles or joints. But interestingly enough, you can use the recovery bomb like during things. I mean, I've um, had know plenty of people who run marathons and by, by, you know, by mile 15, their ankles are killing them or whatever. And they've, they've taken like little things of our bomb with them and they put that on during their marathon and it gets them through it. So that's another another uh, option as well. And, you know, to his point, we have a new product coming out. It's not ready yet. This is a prototype, uh, but this is called our trail pack or trail kit rather. And this is going to come with um, uh, each one of these is going to have the um, the uh, energy drink, three gummies and the recovery bomb to go. And so this will be a good one um, that you'll be able to buy and you throw this in your pack or you throw this in whatever. And you can just have this with you uh, while you're out on the go. If I'm really put out, I'll take a couple of the gels before I go to bed. Mm hmm. I'm I'm not likely to. I've been drink. By the way, I have the drink. I actually had some of your drink yesterday, and okay. uh, I really like the flavor of the drink. And I found for me, uh, I needed to dilute it a little bit. It was a little too sweet for me. Sure, That's sure. Recommended dosage, but okay. then again, yep. I wasn't really nervous about getting enough um, uh, of anything in my system. I just wanted more. I, I just don't like to drink water straight. Right, uh, me was, too. <laughs> Yeah, right. I got. Uh, I, I was on a uh, my my bike erg, my Concept Two bike erg, and I, for me, I'm an old man, dude. I, I put in uh, thirty thousand meters and trying to see how fast I can do it. Wow. And so for me to go hard, and, and you know, do the math. I'm sixty eight. My heart rate was topping out a little, like a one sixty five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which which wow, is about which is about twenty beats above what my maximum. I was, was going to say that's pretty good, Richard. Wow. And hanging nice. on to that, hanging on to that for a while, and I would use the drink while I'm on the bike, and but like you suggested, I'm like I'm like I'm done for the day after that. That hour just right. puts me out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny too because I'd be riding and I'd think, okay, when I get off this, I'm going to get on the skier and knock out about a, you know half an hour in the skier. That never happens. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, we've got some uh, some exciting developments have happened over the past couple of months. Um, one of the people that um, we're working with now, and I'm just, I'm, I, it kind of gives me chills to talk about it, but is um, Carl Meltzer, and um, you know, Carl Meltzer is, you know, he's called the Speed Goat, um, and you know, he's the winningest 
hundred mile racer ever. Uh, he set the uh, fastest known time for the Appalachian Trail. He, um, I mean, all these, I mean, he's run every year for 19 years, including this year, he's won a hundred mile race. He's won the Hard Rock 100 multiple times. He won a, he won a hundred mile race back in October. Um, there was one on the East Coast. He was able to get in and, and, and get out there and he won that. Um, you know, Hoka, their sort of flagship trail running shoe, the Speed Goat is, you know, named after him. And uh, we had a chance to work with him a little bit over the summer. He did. Uh, he he's out in Utah, and he has a um, uh, a, a very very well known and well run race called the Speed Goat Fifty. And we helped support him in that. We started working with him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm interested." And I'm 52, <laughs> and he's like, "I need I need all the help I can get." And uh, he started taking our product, and he said, "I just I love this. Like this this is really helping me, and this really works." And so, you know, um, as this thing continues, as this whole industry continues to progress, we we try to set a standard of education, um, giving people, you know, uh, the you know they can call us, they can email us, they can live chat, you know, they can ask us any kind of questions. We want to be there for athletes, help them with it. We talk to athletes, you know, on almost a, almost a daily basis. Um, and just make it really simple for them. Make it really simple. Training, racing, recovery. You do. If you take this every day, if you're on the go, you're going to take this instead of ibuprofen. And if things are sore and you've got, you know, joint issues or things like that, here's a topical that provides that targeted relief. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, Marissa, I guess you're going to be into the gummies. Um, you know, by the way, Marissa, you know, every opportunity I have, uh, to hassle you for not signing up for my clinic just yet. I'm taking it. She lives too close to me. Lives way too close to me not to be there. Uh, right. right. Well, um, yeah. Don't we have some more more clinics or that sort of thing coming up? Well, I'm doing a clinic in January. We just finished one in October. I did one in yeah. July. I was in Maryland in August. Um, I got a call to do a clinic in Barbados the other day. Um, I'm not going. Um, <laughs> Barbados I'm, is a nice place to go. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, to, look, it's work for me. And it, it's like uh, the, the numbers weren't making sense for them or me, so we couldn't do it. Um, yeah. But I'm not, uh, you know, dude, I told you I'm getting old. I, I don't want to, I don't want to travel anymore. I haven't needed to. Most people have been sure. coming here. The clinics we do here are off the hook. As a matter of yeah. fact, the one we're doing here in January is going to be the best clinic we've ever done for a very, specific reasons. One, uh, I've got Dr. Emily Spleichel is coming out to do a presentation on barefoot training. She's a world-renowned podiatrist, dear friend. And uh, uh, this will be the first time that we'll be face-to-face. I've I've worked with her virtually uh, for five years. And she's probably one of the most intelligent people in podiatry, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Nice. And I have um, uh, Dennis Dumphy, the founder of Stick Mobility, is coming out. And we're going to do on Sunday, we'll do traditionally, we do a trail run in the mountains, Santa Monica Mountains. And then when we come out of the, the, the trail, go down to the beach, be waiting on the beach with the, the, with the poles. And they're going to do a stick mobility class on the beach in Malibu mm. um, before we go to the sand dunes, which we traditionally do. So just having those two presenters is cool. I've had Dennis out before. People love, love, loved his work. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around until you actually see it, but for for mobility and you know range of motion and all the things that athletes need to do and keep in keep sure. in touch with, he's fascinating with with what he teaches. 
So I'm, oh, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen in 2021. I don't really know day to day what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's funny. I get a call and I'm doing something different. You know, it's just, I just sit back here and, you know, I just released my book, which was kind of fun. I really haven't gone very hard promoting that just yet. I wrote a couple of programs this past year that as luck would have it, I wrote a CrossFit program and all the gyms got closed. I wrote a High Rocks program and all the High Rocks competitions mm-hmm. were closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So they should just pay me not to write because I'm destroying the industry <laughs> just just by putting product out there. Well, you know, I mean, listen, it could be a situation. I mean, I, I, I'll just speak for myself here that um, I just can't wait to get back out there. Like it just, it's going to make the appreciation for being able to go do those events and show up at the start line and, um, you know, do all those kinds of things, just that much more. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I ever took anything for granted, but like, you know, there's just some things it's kind of like air, you know, like, oh yeah, that, that race is every year or there's other races or whatever, like they're always going to be there. And now we've gone through a period of time where they're not. And so, you know, maybe we'll just, you know, take things a little more seriously, maybe train a little bit harder and have that appreciation for being able to get up at the starting line and get across that finish line even more. Yeah, it's been frustrating. And I have clients I work with all over the world. And so I'm getting feedback from them. Like I have a client in Qatar. I have a client in Zimbabwe, Africa. I've got a client in the UK. I've got clients in Canada. And getting their feedback about what they're going through, what the lockdowns are like and all this stuff collectively has been interesting. But, you know, I saw Marissa was asking me about the Colorado clinic. VJ's uh, moved to Colorado and he's really pressing me to do a clinic with him in the spring there. That might still happen. Okay, so just uh, for the folks that are going to probably hear this rather than see this. Yeah. Um, can you spout off the, uh, the website to get to you so they can find you? Yep. Ven- just go to vengacbd.com. Vengacbd.com. If I can, yeah. if I can show your like your shirt or whatever. Like, yeah, you just go to venga. Yeah, go to vengacbd.com and you can get everything that you need um, there. And um, you know, and again, and we're happy to answer questions. Um, and at the end of the day, we just want athletes to be educated about how CBD can help them. We want them to you know not be afraid of it. Um, and buy and get quality CBD. I think that's the big thing is that not all CBD is created equal. And I think you've seen that with your athletes. Um, you know, I think your, your, your scrutiny, that's why I love skeptics. I love skeptics because I know that almost every time if I can, if I can have a good conversation with a skeptic and then they go and they actually sample it and do it and try it, like then they become like some of our biggest evangelists. Uh, which is which is great, and you know I think in this in this day and age, you know it makes sense to be skeptical. There are a lot of companies out there that are claiming the CBD can do a lot of things that you know that that hasn't been proven yet. But what we know is that for athletes, in terms of the things that they're dealing with, pain, inflammation, recovery, sleep, topical, you know, uh, targeted pain relief mental uh, balance, mental resilience, those kinds of things. I mean, as you know, Richard, I mean, once you get to a certain physiological level uh, that then it becomes all mental, right? And so it's like, you know, what can we do to help our mental game in this in this thing? And especially with endurance sports, um, it's not always a question of like, if something's going to go wrong, it's like, you know, when, when, when is something going to go wrong? And it's like our ability to be calm under that pressure, not let it get to us 
and to be able to persevere and get through. I mean, quite frankly, I think, I think honestly, I think a startup, like starting this company and being a startup, it might be like the greatest endurance event ever. Um, so, Singing to the choir, so, I know. Yeah. So I'm certainly uh, certainly leaning heavily on CBD, especially during these times of COVID and everything else where like our world completely changed. Um, but, you know, we changed with it and uh, people are, are still, uh, you know, buying and we're growing and people are benefiting and all that. So it's been it's been uh, uh, a challenging year, but one that, um, you know, we're going to get a lot from it. You know, it didn't even occur to me while we're having this conversation, but if, if there is one good reason right now. It's the people are under so much stress. I mean, yeah. I think we're getting accustomed to the stress levels that we're under. And yeah. we don't even realize that we are under this much stress. But uh, when you're not sure about the future and, and, you know, I just, my heart goes out to these guys that are in the, the restaurant industry that are, you know, in uh, California, they're shutting these guys down. What a nightmare. I mean, I, I'm rogue. Yeah. I, I just, I don't pay much attention to, to what they say they're, they're needing me to do or not do. I just do what I do. I take very, very precautionary measures to make sure the people that visit me are safe. You know, sure. we have this whole process of disinfecting all the equipment we use and we're using ultraviolet lights and we go through a, a massive process to make sure our, all of our kit is, is clean. And we've been fortunate we've not had any problems, but man, oh man, you, you know that there, there's got to be people that are just like, it didn't even occur to them that they're that jacked up, that they're that stressed out yeah. from the circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. You know, stress and anxiety, those are um, two of the of the biggest reasons why people are taking CBD. And and um, certainly we hear from our customers all the time about that. And uh, it, it can really make a pretty significant difference. And, you know, uh, just a quick thing on on my story. When I got into this business about three years ago, a little over three years ago, it was around this time of year. And I didn't have any severe issues. You know, there wasn't a reason why I should take CBD that I could really tell. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't injured or anything like that. And, uh, but I'm like, if I'm going to be in the business, I might as well eat the dog food. Right. So, um, so I started taking CBD and again, it was around this time of year before the holidays. And what I noticed was a dramatic difference in stress and things like that around the holidays. I mean, there's, you know, for many people it's, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, traveling or it's family or it's in-laws or it's finances or whatever the case might be during the holidays, there can be a lot of, you know, pretty heavy stressors. And what I noticed was like, I was not stressed at all. Like this is like, this is kind of odd. This is very odd. You know, I wasn't worried about uh, making the U.S. postal cutoff times and those kinds of things. Like I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. It's going to be all right. And that's where I was like, this has a profound effect on stress and anxiety. And there's been a lot of research around that for uh, people that take that take CBD. So um, certainly one that for many people, this could be a great time to test it out and start taking it and see how they make it through, you know, the holidays or just, you know, stress in general. You know, sitting here thinking about this, Jay, you were talking about getting into a race yourself in 2021 now. <laughs> uh, you, right. need to, you need to show up for one of the clinics. Right, right. Well, clinics are off the hook, dude. I'm telling you, you can't yeah. even imagine what goes down in a weekend. Uh, I love it. I love it. I mean, I, listen, I'm a trail runner. I don't know if that's if that if I if I qualify for those clinics. Well, you're going to run on a trail. Okay. <laughs> you, you may have to carry something. You might have to carry something heavy every now and then. Sure, sure. But you can opt out. You could say, you know, I I think I don't want to do that. You know, 
It's but okay. at the end of the day, um, there, there's a, a beautiful run in the Santa Monica Mountains. I have uh, nice. we, we have this area we call it the Gulch of the Gods, where we 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 work on technique on up and down hills uh, and running on flat terrain. Nice. It's, all, nice. it's all trail. And then yeah. we do uh, some movement accuracy. I put him in this riverbed and have him run on uh, river rocks. Oh, I love it. Um, and then, of course, we do some heavy carries and, you know, we'll mess around with some weight. But um, sure. But, but we do a gait analysis in my lab. Look at the way. Oh, you're great. Running, looking at the way, way you're running and what kind of things need to be corrected or not. Um, and, I mean, that's the reason that here I am right now is because – I've been highly effective in helping people become better runners. Right. That's right. my jam. Amen. Ask anybody in the industry if they if they've heard my name before, they're going to associate it with, oh, he's that guy that helps people run. Run. Yeah. Yeah. So, so trail runners are more than welcome to show up at one of these events. Awesome. They, yeah, they may have to uh, pony up a little bit when it comes to uh, the weights. Uh, well, I mean, we're not lifting weights. We're with maybe a bucket full of sand or something like that and go up a hill. But, you know, it's nothing crazy. <laughs> and so your your clinics, you said you got one in January. And when else, when else, when else do you think you're going to well, have Well, we might do one in Colorado. What, you know, okay. uh, VJ's trying really hard to put together a facility for me to, to operate out of in, uh, in his neck of the woods. Is that his Black Forest? Uh, yeah, Black yeah. Forest. he's trying to get that together. Right I keep telling him I said that we need a treadmill, dude, and he's and so we're we're negotiating with a company right now for a pretty significant treadmill. Okay. And, you know, All right. So I don't know. I'm, I I think if he can pull it off, I'm there. You know, I'm going to back his play. So if he can make it work, I'm going to show up. Be a great opportunity to come out to uh, come out to Colorado, and a great opportunity to you know hang out with you a bit and. Um, and, and, but, you know, most of all become a better runner. And I think that's, you know, I can always learn and, um, you know, yoga has been my thing for the past, you know, month or so, uh, focusing in on that. And that's, that's had a profound effect. So, um, I should have gotten into that a long time ago. If you've not looked into the stick mobility, you got to check it out. Okay. Go stickmobility.com and look what these guys are doing. It's okay. Okay. You got to look okay. at it. I'm telling you, it's yeah. I, no, no, I'll check it out. Stick mobility. I'll check when it out. When I was introduced love to it. it, I thought, "What the heck?" And and uh, believe me, it's powerful. I, I have those sticks in my hands often. Thanks, Cyrus. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Nathan just bought some gummies. Very cool. Look, guys. Uh, thank you for spending the time with us here. Jay, it was a pleasure having you yeah. with me. And uh, we'll maybe do something again sometime. You know, we'll find, a, find a reason to reach out and do this again. That'd be terrific. Well, that's it, folks. If you enjoyed what you heard just now, I'd love for you to follow us on Instagram at D-I-A-Z-H-P. Till next time.